was uh, letting things slip away. Maybe he wasn't doing a, doing a good job of collecting maybe what people owed. Okay, so that, that's the problem here. Verse 2 says, And he called him and said unto him, How is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer steward. He says, All right, now you got to tell me why I shouldn't kick you to the curb. You're about to go, buddy. You got to give an account for what you're supposed to do. All right, y'all got the story. Y'all know what's going on, right? Here's the rich man. Then the steward, uh, this is the, not the rich man, the steward said within himself, he's thinking this, he ain't saying it out loud, he's thinking it, what shall I do? Uh-oh, my cushy job's about to be over with. What am I going to do? For my Lord taketh away me from me the stewardship, and I cannot dig. All right, stop right there. He, he says, I ain't really strong, and digging ditches ain't really something I want to do the rest of my life, right? I, I can't do something else. Uh, that's physical and labor because I, I, I'm so used to this. But he then goes on and says, and, and I cannot uh, beg for I'm ashamed. Because uh, he's, boy, he's been kind of living a good high life. He don't want to be a beggar. Right? He's thinking to himself, like you would, you know, you about to lose your job or lose your income. What am I going to do? Right? What am I going to do? I ain't got no money. What am I going to do? So he goes on in verse 4. For I am resolved what to do. So he made up his mind that when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. Oh, okay, all right. So I'm, I'm giving I'm giving y'all the, the easy version to understand. He says I need somebody that I can go to. Somebody who's gonna take me in, right? If I'm about to be kicked out of my job, he probably lives in the rich man's house. He's gonna lose his place to stay. He's thinking to himself. I need to have a backup plan. Are y'all with me? A backup plan. I need somebody who's going to welcome me in to their house. Now, there's a problem right now. He has a problem because he's been in charge of the rich man's money, which means what? Well, the rich man is probably not the most liked person in town. Why? Because everybody probably owes him money. And this is the guy who collects it. Are y'all with me? So what he's saying is, is I realize right now, I probably don't have nobody who wants to take me into their house. I have made a lot of friends. I've been the steward of the rich man. What I need to do is make me some friends. So that when he kicks me out, I'll have somewhere to go. Right? It's an interesting story Jesus is telling, right? Well, let's, keep, let's go a little further. So, verse 5, he called every one of his lords debtors unto him. All the people that owed the rich man money, he called them up. And it says, he said unto the first, how much owest thou unto my lords? He says, okay, what's your bill say? How much do you owe? He said, a hundred measures of oil. It's a lot of money. A hundred or whatever, don't matter what it is, that means a lot. So he said, I owe a hundred measures of oil. And he said unto him, Here, take thy bill. I see what this says. Doesn't it? Take thy bill and sit down quickly and write 50 on it. So what's he doing? What, what's he doing? He, he owed him a hundred. He said, Well, here, 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 here's the bill. Let's change what it says. Instead of you owing a hundred, we're going to change it to 50. 
Well, what's he trying to do? He's trying to make these people who right now probably don't like him a whole lot, maybe like him a little bit more. Right? So he's not telling the truth now. He's not telling the truth at all. Right? He's lying. He, he just he just lied, right? He said, take your bill and you write 50 on it. All right, verse 7. Then said he to another, and how much owest thou? He said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, take thy bill and write four score, which is 80. So it's less than a hundred. And the Lord, you know, verse 8. So he, he did this. Now remember, it says he called everyone of the people that owed. Everyone. So, so we heard the first two, but however many there were after that, he did the same thing with them. So he made a bunch of friends, right? Made a bunch of people that like him right now. They were owing lots, now they owe less. Right? Verse 8. And the Lord commended the unjust steward. Now, commended means you did a good job. Brag on, right? Wait a second. The Lord commended him? He he just he just lied and, and actually made the guy less money. Oh man, I'm saying. Let's read it more. Let's go further. And the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of life. Y'all confused, right? You should be confused right now. If you're not confused, you're smarter than I am. And and I'm not real smart, so we're all probably down here somewhere. It just said that he he told the people to change what was on their bill, write it for less, and then he was happy with it. And he was commended for it. And then he says this, this phrase here, for the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Well, children of light is Christians. Children of light are people that are the saved. So he, he just said, now this is a parable being told by Jesus. He just said that worldly people are wiser, or maybe a better word here would be shrewder shrewd in their business tactics than Christians are. Verse 9. And I say unto you, oh, this is not this is not the parable now. Who's who's giving who's talking to you after the red? That's Jesus. And I say unto you, Jesus, make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. Oh, there's a there's a big religious phrase for you, the mammon of unrighteousness, that when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. So some of y'all are really confused right now, and you should be, because it's confusing. So let me break it real down, real simple for you. Are you ready? Here's what he's saying. He's saying, hey, the man was so concerned about where he would live, he was willing to use whatever he had at his disposal. Are y'all going? He's shrewd in his business, in his business dealings. <coughs> Why? To protect himself. Okay? 
So Jesus goes on to say that as Christians, we don't deal the same way. You say, well, right, we wouldn't lie and cheat. We wouldn't do those things. That's not what he's saying today. He says, make yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. Well, the mammon of unrighteousness is all the worldly good. The Bible says that we should not heap treasures up here on this earth, right? Lay up your treasures in heaven, but not here on earth. Well, this is going on the same line. What do you say? What the story is telling us is that we ought to use the things of this world that we have been blessed to hold on to that we might invest, if you will, into people's lives that they be brought from unrighteousness to righteousness. Think about it this way. When there's a lost person and you won't give them a your talent, your time, or your money. Now, I'm not saying you give them money. If you don't ever take them out to eat and show generosity to them, they don't know that you're a generous person. If you know how to fix their car and they're broke down on the side of the road and you don't fix their car, what he says here, he says, make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness that when you fail, in other words, when this world passes away, and it will, when all of this burns up, that you may receive unto you everlasting habitations. He's talking about a heavenly place. In other words, there is a calling on us that we are to give and to be generous. There is a calling on us, I believe. We're, we're to give an offering. We're to give of ourselves. But the reason that we ought to give and build into things is that we want to have eternal impact. If that neighbor down the road is as sorry as can be, and you say to yourself, well, I ain't going to help him because he's just going to take advantage of me. Why are you holding on to those goods? Why are you holding on to your talent? Because in this earth, this, all this is going away. Everybody, this is going to burn out. It will pass. As Christians, we're be generous people. And I'm always, it's not always money. It, and it, it actually used that word, uh, that mammon of unrighteous mammon, is usually connected with money. Uh, mammon being a, a god that we worship, and it was a, a, a money deity, if you will. It was about riches. But there are so many ways that we can give and show people that we really care. Money won't buy nobody into heaven. But they understand what money is. And if they know that you gave it when you didn't have much, they know what that means. He said they were shrewd. He was shrewd. He was shrewd. He was wise in how he made that decision. And what he was really trying to say to us is you ought to be shrewd in with what God gives you. How do you impact the kingdom with this? Now, to be honest, if I want to read that, that's really good. 
and ask ourselves, do I have a problem with that? If we all have things that we fight against. Some people fight against the, the pull of, of liquor, alcohol. It pulls them. I don't know what that's like. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell I have no idea. Greed is something that's seated into most everybody. Some people are real generous. They don't have no problem giving away as quickly as they're getting. Money for most people is really challenging. It's hard to let it go. It's hard not to want to make more and more and more. Um, that's why gambling is a problem across the United States. I had first cousin I learned just the other day. Um, I believe he had his appendix removed and the next day he was flying to Vegas and gambled just everything he had away. Had no idea. Had, had no idea. So when we read scriptures like that, and um, I, don't, I don't preach or teach a whole lot on money um, for whatever reason. But can I tell you, there's a whole bunch of parables about money. And Jesus taught on money a good bit. It, it comes up over and over again. Um, and the reason it does is because it's something we need to be mindful of. Uh, but the devil doesn't get a hold of us in that way. So, I want to share that with you. That's Luke chapter 16. Let's see the rest of the scripture. Anybody got anything you want to share or say? I'll also say this and then I'll be quiet. When you don't think you got anything to give, you got more than you think. Because when you got Jesus, you got unlimited resources. You say you may not have a lot in the bank. Well, that's okay. I understand that. I got more in the bank now than I ever have had before. And it seems like I don't have any more than I've ever had. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I still make payments every month. I still have bills to pay. I just, I, I don't think I'll ever be wealthy or rich. If my kids are expecting daddy and mom to die and leave my fortune, they're in trouble. That's just a fact. What are you saying? I'm saying when I made $7 an hour, and some of y'all can tell me better stories, I know. I live exactly like I live now. And do not know how. I cannot explain. I'm just as blessed. I was just as blessed then as I am now. Make more money than I've ever made in my life. And I know that. And seemingly have the same. What does that mean? Because I got the same Savior who is unlimited in his resources. Had a lady tell me just the other day, she says, I want to tithe, I believe I should tithe, but I just don't have it to give. So let me just say this, whether you believe, believe in tithing or don't believe in tithing, I believe you will never outgive God. No, sure won't. My, my very sweet wife told me once upon a time we need to start giving more in church than we're giving now. And I had in my mind, I just don't know how. We got bills to pay and I just don't know how. 
but we decided to start then and somehow or another we did and had more than we had before just don't know how to explain it except you just ain't gonna outgive him that's right you're just not gonna outgive him he'll take care of you anybody got anything you want to say before we go to conference